Hey everybody, we are live. Welcome to the largest NCLEX review on the planet. Right now, I got people from all over. I got Jersey in the house, Scranton, PA, Philippines, Southwest Florida, whatever, West Palm Beach, Nigeria, Jamaica, New York in the house, everywhere, Redfield City, Ohio. We here, we in this thing tonight. This is week number four of Remar Nurse University. So if this is your first time joining us, you're in for a treat. For everyone who has been here since week one, we are getting back into it. Your patient assignment is coming. I see you, Houston, Texas, Fiji in the house. Minnesota, hi AT, welcome, 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 welcome. If you're on the journey to pass your NCLEX, let me tell you, this is the place to be. This is the place to be because Remar nurses are passing next-gen NCLEX. You know why they're passing? Because we prioritize content and critical thinking. That's what we do here. So get your workbooks out. If you have your workbook, it look a little something like this. And we are on week number four. So our patient today, is Miss Lynn Vitros. If you don't have your workbook, it's okay. Get out a regular notebook, but just know that the Remar products are what we use to study around these parts, Pasadena in the house. I asked you guys to, quick facts, I asked you guys to read this book for tonight. Um, there were some topics in here that I wanted you to go over. They were the analgesics, anticoagulants, antibiotics, antipsychotics. Also, if you have your V2 workbook, we are doing the delirium versus dementia, okay? All right, psychiatric nursing. Faith coming on here with the testimonials. Testimonials, just wanted to say thank you, Remar. I passed my NCLEX May 22nd, 2023. Thanks so much. Thank you, Faith, for coming back. Congratulations, congratulations, and thank you for coming here letting the Remar nurses know that they too will be in your position one day. Okay, we're gonna jump right into it. I'm gonna do our patient assignment. We're going to watch a content lecture, one of my favorite ones from the V2 NCLEX review program. And then I'm gonna do questions and answers, okay? I'm gonna do questions and answers and you guys can just save all of your NCLEX questions. I was on TikTok today messaging somebody who was asking me how to pass NCLEX after they failed and um my heart goes out to you guys who are trying to pass this test but just know you're in the right place now i don't care what you did before you're in the right place we're gonna make sure y'all pass all right so let's get into it guys get out your notebook this is your patient assignment remember all of these um all of these patients are coming from quick facts topics all right quick facts this is the book that every nursing student should have. Welcome, it's your first time here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. All right, here we are positive. The comments and is a place where we encourage each other and we also share our knowledge. So get ready to comment, tag your favorite nursing buddy. Our patient tonight, you are working on a post-surgical unit tonight, guys, all right? And I'm gonna give you a report on Lynn Vitro. She is an 85 year old female that has been assigned to you. And are you ready? If you're, if you're ready for her report, please type ready. I have it for you. Hi, Jojo. It's nice to meet you. First time people here coming over. Happy birthday to some of you. Happy Juneteenth to all of you. 
Okay. All right. Ready? You guys are saying ready? Ready, ready, ready? Okay. Here we go. Pow! Our patient tonight looking lovely. All right. Lynn Vitros, 85-year-old female, back from surgery. She had a repair of the right hip. It was a fracture there. I don't know if she fell or whatever, but she had to get that right hip repaired. <clears throat> She's alert and oriented times four, but a few minutes ago, she was confused to place. No known drug allergies, NKDA, no known drug allergies. Just a little backstory of your patient. They gave her one unit of packed red blood cells in the OR, okay? Dressing that she has, the surgical dressing is dry and intact. Neurovascular assessment on her right leg is normal. Pedal pulses are present, toes warm and moving. I'm gonna give you about 30 seconds to write all of this stuff down. And you, you know, guys, when you are taking over a patient, as you're getting report, you should be envisioning this patient in your mind. Okay, you should be envisioning this patient in your mind. What are the nursing concerns and priorities? Even right now, what are they? What are we worried about? Okay, <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys got my text messages to get on. Got my email, got my text messages. It's time to go. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, do so. Okay, all right. I see people identifying the issues. So just really quickly, Lynn Vitros, 85-year-old female, back from surgery, repair of a right hip fracture. She's alert and oriented times four, but a few minutes ago, she was confused to place. No known drug allergies. They gave her one unit of packed red blood cells in the OR. Dressing is dry and intact. Mm, neurovascular assessment on her right leg is normal. Pedal pulse is present, toes warm and moving. Let's go, let's go to the next thing. For those of you who don't have the workbook, this is what the next page looks like. Now, I'm gonna just try to read you this nurse's note here um, so that you can kind of follow along, but I couldn't make this crystal clear because my, um, my idea is that you guys would have this workbook in front of you. So if you're just watching along, just listen. But if you guys have it, I'm just reading the nurse's note that's here, okay? So the nurse says this, 85-year-old um, female admitted with right fractured hip, patient had a O-R-I-F of the right hip with general anesthesia. Does anybody know what O-R-I-F stands for? Uh, so anyway, she had that with general anesthesia, 500 milliliters blood loss during surgery, 500 milliliters blood loss during surgery, <clears throat> 500 milliliters of blood loss during surgery, <laughs> mucous membranes, pink and dry, dressing clean, dry and intact, client is 89% on two liters of nasal cannula, mm. 
All right. Thank you, Remar Nurses, for putting that in the comments. She had an open reduction internal fixation of the right hip. Okay. And when you become a nurse, this is how the seasoned nurses are going to talk. So you have to be very, very aware of what you do know and what you don't know. And if you don't know something, don't act like you do know it. If you don't know what O-R-I-F stands for, you better stop and look it up, okay? That's part of your training to practice in nursing. Right now, even right now, if there's something that I don't say, that you, there's something that I do say that you don't know, you need to look it up because nurses are not gonna stop and ask you, hey, do you know what a thrombus means? Hey, they're not gonna do that. So the expect expectation is if you're here, you know the language and the language is the language of love or nursing. All right, so let's go on and let's look at the patient's vital signs. All right, let me go with the vital signs. Here you go. Well, the vital signs is looking like they looking. Yeah, blood pressure 130 over 70. You have another one a little bit later, 128 over 69. Are we overly concerned about this? Mm, what about the heart rate? 78 or 75? It's okay, right? Respirations, 18 and 20. Is anybody concerned about this or are they looking, looking like they looking okay? 97.698. Okay. All right. So we have those vital signs in front of us. I guess it's time to begin care. Let's begin care. If we're okay with this, <laughs> you guys are like, look good to me. Look good to me. I know I'm not mad at this, especially the patients that we've been having, right? <laughs> Our patient last week, vital signs were a mess. So, okay, we're going to move on. First question, this is clinical judgment, everybody. Clinical judgment here, I'm asking you to identify delirium or dementia based on the clinical features. Now, right now, just think about it in general terms. Is this delirium or is this dementia in general terms? So for example, if I say impaired sensory perception, impaired sensory perception what is your first mind that you have to go with mm -hmm. and i'm telling you there's there's just one answer that i'm looking for really quickly go with your first mind delirium or dementia on this one impaired sensory perception Ooh. Mm. okay impaired sensory perception i want to see here what do i want to see here i want to see here Delirium, okay, delirium. Second clinical feature is a progressive course. If I'm saying progressive course, am I talking about delirium or am I talking about dementia? What do we say? Progressive course. I did this on TikTok today. If you were on my TikTok channel, I kind of went over this, okay? Good job, good job. I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Dementia, dementia for this one. What about number three, dehydration as a cause? Hmm. 
dehydration as a cause, is that going to be delirium or is that going to be dementia? And you should be thinking, okay, if my patient is diagnosed with dehydration, am I going to be expecting them to have dementia or delirium because of it? Oh, good job, everybody. Correct answer is delirium. Excellent. What about number five? An acute onset. An acute onset. And if I have any new nurses here, maybe you haven't started nursing school yet, but you want to be down with this study session, acute conditions happen very quickly. And typically, they last for a short duration of time. So which one is going to come on very quickly? and hopefully last for a short time, delirium or dementia. Good job, yes. We are saying delirium. Now, impaired attention span. If your patient has impaired attention span, could that be delirium, dementia, or could that be both? What do you guys say? And this is one of the things that I do talk about in the V2, um, which is my lecture content. The difference between these two is very, is very, very, very slightly uh, different in terms of clinical presentation. So a lot of nurses who are practicing honestly are not sure the difference between them two, the two. If a patient comes in, they may not recognize whether this is delirium or dementia, okay? It could be both, right? It could be both for this one, okay? What about number six, AIDS as a cause? AIDS as a cause. This is one or the other. Oh, this is a good one. I love this one, actually. Mm. This is clinical. AIDS is a cause. Can AIDS cause delirium or can AIDS cause dementia? Which one are we more most likely going to see? And I see the answers on the screen. I'm so glad that you showed up on today. What I'm looking for here, and I need you to make this connection, is dementia. AIDS-related dementia. There are many different types of dementia. We are mostly talking about Alzheimer's disease. That's the most common cause. But AIDS-related dementia is also um, a, a great deal of the population. Yeah, AIDS-related dementia. So just put a mark by it if you want to look at, look at it, read it later, do some research on it. The last one is liver failure as a cause liver failure as a cause is that going to be mm, is that going to be delirium or dementia number seven and guess what i want to just remind you everybody here tonight almost two thousand nurses we are here for a learning experience if you didn't study today consider this your study time so this is a safe place i don't care if you get answers right i don't care if you get them wrong as long as you understand what it is we're talking about okay the last one liver failure as a cause is going to fall into delirium okay delirium can somebody tell me what actually is causing the confusion this is this is me taking it a little bit further 
This is me getting into critical thinking now. In liver failure, what is causing the delirium? What can't the body usually get rid of? Good job. I'm exhausted from studying. I just don't want to give up. Linda, don't give up, okay? This studying is easy. It's easy because you're with a group right now, okay? You're not alone. You're not alone. And sometimes when you know that there's somebody else studying and struggling and striving with you, it helps you to go on. Okay, good job. I was looking for the ammonia level. Yes, in liver failure, patients cannot excrete the usually the protein that they need to. And so when it sits in the body, it increases the ammonia levels. And ammonia is a poison, okay? Ammonia is a poison in the body, so it causes you to be confused. Great job, great job. Okay, that was our first critical thinking challenge. Next, we're gonna continue on critical thinking, and we're going to look at, remember our patient, we're going to look at these diagnostic tests, okay? All right, so say the doctor orders these tests, all right? Now, let's just talk about, let's just think in our minds, if you get an order for a serum glucose level, just tell me, what is the purpose of that test? What are you trying to explore? Don't make it, don't make it harder than what it is, okay? for these. Don't make it harder than what it is. So if the, if the doctor orders a serum glucose level, what are they looking for? Okay, very simple, very simple. They're looking for, I like that, sugar levels. <laughs> yes, the blood glucose levels, the BG. That's right, we're looking to see if the patient has any issues with their glucose levels because remember, what was our patients, what did we get in report that the patient what? We got in report that the patient became what? Patient became a little confused. So the doctor may say, hey, what's the blood sugar on the, on the, on the patient? We don't know, I don't have any labs. So we're trying to apply, what I want you guys to be able to do is if you're working on a unit and you get a list of labs, from the doctor, the doctor sees the patient and then he sends you five different labs, you understand the connection of that lab to your patient's clinical presentation or why it's important. Patients oftentimes are harmed because the laboratory results are not closely paid attention to by the nurse, okay? And so I don't want that for Remar nurses. So yes, we are talking about the glucose level. This is very good. Maybe hypoglycemic, maybe hypoglycemic. I like that, good, good comment. What about electrolytes? Connect that, to, connect that to this patient's condition. What are we looking for in terms of the electrolytes that would matter? All right, why would the, why would the doctor want the electrolytes? Okay, mm-hmm, good job, I like this comment. Matthew coming in with the deep, deep, deep notes. <laughs> Check if electrolytes have imbalanced low sodium equals Caesar precautions, headache, high sodium can lead to changes in level of consciousness. 
All right, we're looking for, let me look at, we're looking for dehydration, okay? What else, what else are we looking for with the electrolytes? Okay, good, good critical thinking. I'm loving this, all right? Fluid imbalance, yes, the potassium levels, these are all going to, good job, you guys, I'm so happy. Th these are all going to show us if the confusion can be related to, if the confusion can be related to our patient's electrolyte imbalances, fluid balances, magnesium, sodium, good job. All right, let's move on and let's go to BUN and creatinine. Is anybody able to tell us why BUN and creatinine is so important. These are not just random labs. When you are looking at the BUN and the creatinine, we are looking to see what, what is the connection? What organ are we looking for? Yes, excellent job, everybody. We are looking for the kidney. We're looking for the kidney function. We are looking for renal failure. Remember, when a patient comes into the emergency room and they say, I'm having back pain, back pain, we gotta check for everything, right? We have to check for everything. A patient comes from the OR and they're confused. We gotta do a whole investigation to make sure that we are, you know, treating the actual cause of the problem, okay? Now, good job. So kidney function, renal failure, this, the BUN and creatinine can also tell us a little bit about the hydration status of the patient. Now, let's look at the CBC. If a doctor orders a CBC, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? Why do you care? Why do you care for, for this patient and specifically, okay? CBC is for, not so much, well, yeah, I guess you could say toxins because the CBC is the complete blood panel. So what about the blood, I'm just running with this comment. What about the CBC will address toxins? If we were worried about toxins and I'm looking at the CBC, what specifically am I looking for? CBC and an infection in the blood, but what's gonna tell me that from a CBC, the complete blood pound? There's something specific that will tell me that. What is it? Yes, LaShonda, good job. The white blood cell count. Yeah, the white blood cell count, okay? All right, and so this is how, this is how you work. This is why you're getting the big bucks. You're not making $75 an hour just to look cute in scrubs. You're making $75, $80 an hour because you know this information, okay? Um, so the CBC is also gonna tell us if our patient is anemic, we'll get the hemoglobin, we'll get the hematocrit. If a patient has a low hemoglobin or a low hematocrit, then that could also lead to confusion. So the doctor might order all of these things for our patient. Excellent job, way to talk through that. That's critical thinking. Okay, so if you don't know, now you know. Serum glucose, we're checking for hyperglycemia, hypoglycemia with our patient. The electrolyte uh, status of our patient is also extremely important. And then BUN and creatinine is gonna give us a little information about the hydration status and the renal function. We talked about renal function. Um, CBC is the complete blood count. That's gonna assess for infection and anemia. 
pow. Let's move on and let's look at, actually, this was the patient's medications. Go ahead, give them to me. What are these medications? All right, what are these medications and the indications for them? If we're ordering morphine, if we're ordering morphine, what is the indication for morphine? Meaning why are we giving it for this specific patient? Why are we giving morphine for this specific patient? Morphine for pain, absolutely. But what am I worried about the morphine for? For a patient here, what's, why would I hesitate to give morphine? I mean, can we give acetaminophen or ibuprofen? What, what's the, mm, the morphine concerns me because of what? Because of the, good job, respiratory depression. The respiratory depression here is too, mm, we already are at an 89. So although I like that you guys know morphine is for pain, I love even more that we're worried about the respiratory depression. Be careful, because I see some of this in the comments, be careful not to think of addiction right away. Sometimes NCLEX will use the, um, the side effect of addiction as a distractor, okay? But post-surgically, morphine is appropriate for pain, especially surgical pain. And typically you are not worried about addiction, okay? In the inpatient unit. What you're more worried about is what? Respiratory depression, constipation. Those are the things that you are going to be more worried about when it comes to morphine. But I know addiction is right up there in our minds because we have, um, you know, we have this, we, don't, we, we know it's a real thing. People do get addicted to the opioids. So morphine over, morphine over any other pain medication, usually post-surgically because it works really well. Another thing that I wanted to point out is even though the respirations are normal for this patient, the patient has risk factors that make them even more sensitive to the respiratory depression effects of morphine. For example, what? What, what is gonna make our patient more sensitive to respiratory depression of morphine? Okay. They're at, they're like at, they're at, somebody's like, they're at 20 now, so that's not too bad. Can't remember. Yeah, so they're at 20 now. The age, yes. We're talking about somebody who's 85 years old, okay? Yes, good job, age, that's it. Like we don't even have, we don't even have to go into the fact that, you know, she's already on oxygen, already saturating low, but this is an 85 year old person. So understand that if you're taking care of an 85 year old patient, you're the nurse of the 85 year old patient, you give that patient morphine, okay? And then your nurse's aide comes back an hour later and say the, you know, the respirations went from 20 to 14, right? Are you gonna call the doctor and say, the patient's respirations went to 14? No, you're not, because that's something that you're going to expect to happen. So that means maybe from now on, the nurse's aide doesn't take the vital signs you do as the nurse. Okay, you're going to have to intervene, but don't call the doctor for respiratory depression after you give morphine, because you're just going to get yelled at. Okay, all right. Anoxaparin sodium. Anoxaparin sodium. Why are we giving this medication? I like this. <laughs> Desiree, she says, I'm a good nurse so far today. Woof. 
<laughs> Week four, we are in this. Anoxaparis sodium, why are we giving it for this patient? Okay, good, amazing job here. DVT prevention, post-surgical clients, especially with this patient because we have, uh, we have a patient that just had a right fracture hip Okay, and so this patient more than likely at this time is going to be on bed rest. So we absolutely want to get an anticoagulant on board. If you do have quick facts for NCLEX, you know, in the back is the pharmacology section. Mm, anticoagulants. All right. Pharmacology section here. They are not moving. And so the thing about anoxaparin sodium is it's considered a low molecular weight heparin. And there are, there are a lot of benefits of a low molecular weight heparin over regular heparin, just so you know. So they're much more popular because they take less injections. You, you have to give them less frequently. Also, you don't have to draw the blood as much for the patient. So very, very important. Um, if you have the next gen, it's on page 98. Okay. And you can read about it here. Okay, and then also one of the good things about low molecular weight heparin, especially if your patient is gonna be discharged soon, they can take this at home. They can take this at home. All right, preferable over heparin. Yes, great comments today, great comments. If you are on YouTube, you're getting all these great comments. Got it. Okay, so we talked about um, anoxaparin sodium. The next one was this. Cefazolin, what is that for? Why would we give this to a patient from surgery? What, what are we giving this to a patient for? We don't, we don't even have the white blood cell count. We don't have any lab values. Why are we giving this medication right now for the patient? Just to, and this is this is basically safety antibiotics good job antibiotics prophylaxis it's not that the patient has an infection but we want to prevent an infection and so that is very very important whether you're a rn or whether you're a pn you need to be able to teach you need to know the teaching principles of nclex and being able to think through the patient's treatment when you guys are reading these case studies what this training is doing what we're doing right now is going to make you so much faster at doing case studies. When you see them on NCLEX, you're already going to have your wheels turning. You're already going to be used to um, identifying these kinds of medications and prioritizing them. Watch. Just watch how much faster you get at case studies. Okay. Metoprolol. What are we doing with metoprolol? Why do we have metoprolol for this patient? Is there an indication that metoprolol is needed or is this given, um, is this given prophylactically? Does this patient need this medication or is this prophylactic medication? Prophylactic meaning what? What does that even mean when I say that? Metoprolol is a beta blocker, but does this patient need beta blockers? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Good job, everybody. Good job. If you have the, if you have, if you have the workbook, 
then you see at the top some patient information and you guys paid attention and you said the patient has a history of hypertension. Amazing. And I'm so proud of you guys because the first week, everybody missed the allergies that were up here. So now you guys are looking at your whole patient. You're looking at the totality of everything given to you. Good job. You don't have to guess. And, and that's one of the great things I like about NextGen is that they give you the information. Okay. And for Rosamide, what's the for Rosamide for? Why are we giving for Rosamide? Why do you guys think? Mm. Anybody give any kind of clue why we're giving for Rosamide? What's the purpose of it? Edema, reduced fluid overload. It's a diuretic. It's absolutely a diuretic. Could we be taking it for the blood pressure? Could We could be taking it for the blood pressure. Yep, loop diuretic fluid. Um, typically, you get IV fluids in surgery, so you don't want that on your patient. We don't really have any indication that they have heart failure of any kind. We don't have that. But yeah, essentially fluid overload, okay? We don't want the patient to have fluid overload. We're giving it to her twice a day, IV. So, you know, this is very strong. This is a very strong um, diuretic, okay? Water excess from surgery. Good job. All right, we are moving through, okay? We are moving through. Patient is confused, might be a UTI, that's true. We're moving through it. All right. So if you have this, you guys should have this part filled out here. But we are given morphine for pain. Anoxaparin is an anticoagulant. We're giving the cefazolin as a um, preventing infection. Metoprolol, the patient does have a history of hypertension. And ferrosamide, we're giving uh, post-surgically to reduce fluid overload. This is how you are to engage with every patient. When you look at their MAR or their uh, medical record, you should be able to see, okay, I understand why I'm giving this for this situation. If something doesn't line up, if something doesn't make sense, it would be who of you not to give it, okay? It would be very, very, very okay if you did not administer that medication. Because do doctors make mistakes? Absolutely. Do doctors make mistakes? Absolutely. And so you literally are the last line of defense for your patient. If you don't intervene, no other help is coming. Let me say that again. If you don't do something, no other help is coming for that patient. Nurses are the final safety check. Okay. I digress. Let's go on to critical thinking. Here's critical thinking. Okay. This is it. Which two medications listed are most likely to cause delirium? Which two medications listed are most likely to cause delirium? And I'm gonna put up the medications that uh, we just went over. So these are the medications that your patient is on. 
which two are most likely to cause delirium? And I want to know if it's the same ones that, that I have. If you guys have the same ones that I have. Oh, so good. <laughs> All right. And, then, and so we're actually applying this to the patient in the patient scenario. Which two? I think we have the same ones. Everybody's comments on the screen. I love to see it. Love to see it. Correct answer is pow. Morphine and the diuretic. Okay. So morphine and diuretic. I should have put ferrosamide, but I just was like, it's the diuretics. Morphine is going to cause the confusion. It'll cause fogginess. And then the diuretic can cause dehydration, which can cause also delirium. Okay. Were we on the same page about that? Any questions? All right. Let's go to safety for tonight, patient. Safety is this. Calculate the dose. The doctor orders six uh, morphine, six milligrams IM, which is a huge dose. Okay. The doctor orders morphine, six milligrams IM. Available is morphine, two milligrams per milliliter. Calculate the dose that you want to give. What do you guys say? Uh, don't you love a little math? Oh my goodness. And trust me, don't stress out over the math. The math for NCLEX will be very easy. It will be very easy, super easy, okay? Whoa, 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 some, no, 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 not. So I, what I want is milliliters. I want milliliters, okay? Correct answer is going to be three, okay? Three, I saw somebody put 12. Um, but what we want to do is we want to divide that. Okay. All right. Okay. Any questions about this? Right. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you for putting that formula up there. All right. I'm moving on to this. Which nursing action could be delegated to the unlicensed, the unlicensed assistive personnel? Which, which of these can be delegated to the unlicensed assistive personnel? So just put, um, let's just say yes or no, okay? Let's just say yes or no. So this is, can we get, we're all nurses. Can we give this to somebody who doesn't have a license to do? Number one is apply a pulse ox. Can somebody who is unlicensed apply a pulse ox? And this is very important for my international nurses. I know when I work with international nurses in the Philippines, you guys don't have like the same delegation process between AIDS, LPNs and RNs. So really pay attention to this. Applying a Paul Sox, can an unlicensed personnel do that? What about um, staying one-to-one -one with the client? Staying one-to-one -one with the client, yes or no? <laughs> what do you guys say about that? Okay. <laughs> I love this. Hold up. Story time. You guys know I pause for the cause. Hi, I'm Woodluck. Hi, Woodluck. And I'm so excited I passed the next gen NCLEX RN after just three weeks with V2. I took the exam and passed in 85. Yes. Thank you, Professor Regina, for creating this amazing course, signing up 
for V2 was the best decision. I love how it was structured, focused on critical thinking behind questions. The formatting and quick facts were incredibly helpful too. The workbook was a game changer with the organized layout and fill in the blank style. That is story time. It wasn't even, it won't even fit. I'm so glad you passed the RN NCLEX. Good luck. That's amazing. Congratulations. Wood luck. Everybody just congratulate Woodluck busting in on R and U with this amazing story time. Congrats, Woodluck. Okay. I love it. New RN spinning around the block. And I love the name Woodluck. I just love that. Okay. Staying one to one with the client. We said yes. What about this? This is um three notifying notifying the family of the client's condition notifying the family of the client's condition yay or nay yay or nay yay or nay so i was like uh it's a no we don't want the eight doing that let me give a little context we don't want the eight doing that because what is the family going to do well the family is going to ask follow-up questions like they should and the aide is not really able to go into the diagnosis or the treatment protocol or the plan of care. A can't do it. So we would have the licensed practical nurse or the registered nurse do that. What about number four? Four, yes or no? Four says take specimens to the laboratory. Will we have the eight do that? Four, yes, they can do it. What about five? Monitoring hydration status. Monitoring hydration status for five is a negative it's a no okay because anything that requires assessment monitoring we are going to have somebody with a license to do that hey tag your favorite nursing buddy that should be here that's not here right now we got over two thousand nurses studying on a random monday night how amazing are you guys talk about the grind Oh my goodness. I feel it. I feel it in the air. I'm in a, I'm in a class right now full of future millionaires. You guys, you're going to get out into the nursing profession and make a huge financial gain. Okay. By this knowledge that you know, and I feel it. Okay. All right. And the next one says, uh, apply oxygen to the client. Mm -mm. Apply oxygen to the client. If you have a question about any of these, just add, just put the number in a question mark and we'll try to explain it. Applying oxygen to the client. I didn't say the first one. The first one was applying pulse ox. We said yes to that one. Number one is yes. Let me show the answers. I think we did all of them. I feel it. I feel it. I feel the millionaire money coming through from y'all. I'm going to ask y'all, can, can let me hold $5? So I can buy a newspaper. Newspapers will probably be $5 then. Um, apply oxygen to the client, LPN or RN, okay? That is who should be doing that because oxygen is a medication. Yes, oxygen is a drug, okay? Remarners. All right. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, monitor hydration status. I apologize. That should definitely be a no. That should definitely be a no there. I don't know why I don't have that. As a no, I apologize, that's a mistake. It's definitely, forgive me, my bad. Number five is definitely a no, okay? 
I agree. That was a typing error. Okay. All right. Let's move on to critical thinking here. Here's the critical thinking question. What other nursing interventions, things that you can do as a nurse that improve the client's oxygenation status? And when I say uh, nursing interventions, I'm talking about things that you do that are not medications. Okay. Okay. So for monitoring let me see here. Okay, so yeah, monitoring hydration status is a no. Collecting INOs is different. Collecting INOs or recording INOs is different from monitoring. That's just gathering the information, but somebody still has to interpret it or monitor it, and that wouldn't be the aid. Yes, what can we do to nursing interventions to in improve the oxygenation status? I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to get some of these comments. Good job. Elevating the head of the bed, position changing. Yes, these are things that we can do. Absolutely. Good job. You guys are making me so proud today. So happy. Most of y'all probably could take NCLEX tomorrow and pass it. Okay, just reviewing content like this is, is helping you guys tremendously. All right, I had here um, cough and deep breathe position change, which is what you guys have. So I'm so happy to see that. All right, here we go. Thinking about our patient. Here's my next question. What bladder and bowel interventions should the nurse expect? And these are things that you guys are going to do. Think about our patient Think about their condition and then let's put it towards um, what bladder interventions are we expecting? I don't know if, I hope this is clear what I'm thinking of. And, and, and check it, I'm looking for interventions, not assessment findings. I don't want assessment findings, I want interventions, okay? Some of the difficulty is some of the difficulty of NCLEX is just reading. Reading is fundamental. Oh, I like that. I didn't have that one. Let me put that down. Blessed assurance. I didn't have that one. I'm gonna put it on here. Um, mm -hmm. So when I do this next year, I'm gonna have all y'all answers on here. What else? What else y'all got? Oh, okay. Y'all have some good ones that I didn't have. Okay, think about it. The patient just got back from a hip, uh, a hip repair for a hip fracture. Are we going to have them up and walking? Are they going to be ambulating? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So what I had, and I'm, this is what I had. Let me go back. Indwelling catheter. Okay, patient's gonna have the indwelling catheter bedpan, probably more than likely like maybe a fracture pan and falls risk for sure. You guys also had high fiber diet, stool softener, okay? Yeah, somebody said, oh, my bad, oh, my bad. <laughs> yes, good job. Mm-hmm, not ambulatory, falls risk for sure. 
for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. And the stool softener is going to help. Might even have to do a suppository because the patient's getting what kind of pain medication? Patient's getting morphine. So we definitely are going to have to think about this. When you see a patient that's coming back from surgery, think about their bowel and bladder because you don't want the patient to have um, impaction at all or some sort of bowel obstruction because that's something, again, that the nurse is going to have to deal with. That's it. All right. Good job. Let's go on to critical thinking. Okay, here we go. Oh, what do I have? Hold on one second. Okay, this is going to require you to look at the patients. This next question here. This is going to require you to actually have the um, medication list in front of you because I'm asking you this question. The client's blood pressure, this is just critical thinking. All right. Say the client's blood pressure is lower than normal based off of the medications that you have here and the handoff report. What three factors are causing a low blood pressure? Okay. So just say the blood pressure was taken again based off what you see. Where do you see the case studies? Oh, if you're, okay. So if this is your first time here, at the beginning of class, I gave a patient report, but this is Remar Nurse University class. So we're also using our workbook. If you don't have this workbook, you can just send me an email and I can send you. My email is support at remarreview.com. Okay. So, Again, based off of the Medicaid, I really want y'all to look at the medications that the patients are on, this patient is on. What could be causing the blood pressure to go down? Yes. Some of you guys have exactly what I have. Oh, wait, do I have it? Well, hmm. So this is what I have. If I'm looking at the, um, I'm actually looking at this. I have the Captopril, which is the medication that was given to the patient, the morphine, and also the patient lost 500 milliliters of blood loss during surgery. Okay. Okay, so I see that the two medications were given. And then I also see that in the report, patient lost a lot of blood, they're bleeding. All right. And so this is the experience when you're doing next gen NCLEX and you get a clickable chart, you have to look at the medications that were administered and immediately start thinking about the side effects, because every medication has a side effect, there is not one Okay, there is not one that does not cause a change in your body, whether it's for the good or the bad, a change is coming. So you got to be prepared for it. Okay, just reading. Those are the three I had. Clinical judgment, clinical judgment question about this patient. So at all. So you're asking the blood loss 500, but it's normal. But you got to think about the patient's 80. The patient's 85 years old. Is 85 years old. So that's what we're worried about. 
what about the Lasix? If I'm looking at the, um, if I'm looking at the medication reconciliation right now, as of now, the Lasix isn't given. The Lasix, the Lasix has not been documented, but the other two have. So when we're looking at something objectively, we have to pay attention to everything about it. You have to pay attention to everything about it. Okay. So I'm asking the question here, should the nurse expect delirium or dementia? Okay. List four factors to support your hypothesis. All right. So it's in the workbook for this answer here, but I mean, we've been talking about it. All right. We've been talking about it. So would you guys expect delirium or dementia for this patient? Just in general. And based off of the patient's situation, what are some reasons why we're expecting delirium? Delirium due to an infection. Well, we don't really, we don't really know if the patient has an infection. Yes. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you on this one. So some of you guys have it exactly. Delirium. Mm -hmm. Just delirium. Just because, of course. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Both. Okay. Okay. Both. We did get a report that the patient was alert and oriented, but then they had a change, which was to be confused to place, I believe it was. So I have here delirium. I'm strongly leaning towards delirium. This is one of the clinical judgment steps for next gen, being able to hypothesize what is going on with your patient. So I have delirium, like most of you guys, based off the patient's age, the fact that they were given general anesthesia, the fact that they are in pain, being treated for pain, all of these things can cause delirium, pain medication, and just polypharmacy in general when you give medications that are mixed together, general anesthesia can mix with a lot of different things. And so maybe the ACE inhibitor that the patient got is mixing with the general anesthesia can be causing some confusion. Okay. Any questions about this while we're saying delirium? I don't think it's dementia. I wouldn't go with dementia. I don't have enough information about the patient to go with dementia. I just don't have it. So I asked the question, I asked the question, were you a safe nurse today? Meaning, were you able to identify the medications, the functions of the medications, the indications of the medications? Were you able to anticipate the adverse effects of the medication? Oh, this is yes, 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 yes. I'm becoming a safe nurse. I'm getting better. Thanks, professor. Somebody says, no, I wasn't. Not yet. I'm okay with that. I love that answer. I'm not yet a safe nurse, but I'm getting there. Some of you are like, I'm 80% there. Yes, and I was cooking. Safer than the other patients. <laughs> Very good, guys. Very good. Yes, I'm excited. Okay. This is the response that you should have after taking care of your patient. You should know right now. Mm, 
okay? Things are making sense, things are clicking for you. You're starting to see the big picture of nursing and that's what has to happen. In nursing school, we learn things very separated and I'm not really sure why we do this, but we, we learn pharmacology and then we swing over here and we learn maternity and then we swing back over here and we're doing, you know, leadership. And so at the end of nursing school, you have a whole bunch of pieces but you don't actually know how everything fits together. And so what I'm trying to do for you guys is simulate in your minds how to put it all together to take care of a patient, okay? This is the goal of the content review in V2. So um, how about right now, what we're gonna do is we're actually going to go into V2 and I want to present the full lecture of delirium versus dementia. So get out your workbooks, your notebooks. And if you have the V2 workbook or if you have the downloadable workbook, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna do delirium versus dementia. This is going to be very helpful. Once you do this lecture, you won't have to read about, what page is it on? You won't have to read about it anywhere else. The goal of the lecture, page 84, is to help you. <laughs> is to help you cut your study in time to learn faster, okay? Let's go, okay. All right, delirium versus dementia, NV2, here it is. Oh, <laughs> this is not, this is not delirium versus dementia. Turns out, guys, it's substance abuse. That's what the workbook says. All right. No, do we have time to do both? Okay, 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 hold on. Let me try this again. We're about to do substance abuse, but substance abuse really is my favorite. It's one of my favorite lectures and substance abuse can contribute to, it can contribute to delirium. So at the end of the day, psych is psych and a win is a win. All right, so we're gonna do substance abuse this time welcome to your substance abuse overview my name is regina callion <laughs> i'm just joking you guys know who i am by now we're getting into substance abuse now substance abuse is the continued use of a substance to alter a patient's mood, emotion, or state of consciousness. And that it's not medically necessary for the client to take that substance. They're taking it out of a habitual habit. Substance abuse can be chronic and addiction is considered a mental illness. There are certain substances that are abused such as marijuana, which is the most common, alcohol, anabolic steroids, narcotics, and stimulants. Out of the list that I gave, I want to focus on two forms of substance abuse that NCLEX likes to hone in on. The first one is alcoholism. Alcoholism is the excessive consumption and dependence on alcoholic beverages. 
the signs of alcoholism are daily drinking patterns that typically start early in the morning. When a client consumes alcohol, despite the negative effects on relationships, jobs, family, also blackouts, hiding alcohol from others are signs of alcohol addiction or dependence. Most alcoholics, when they're confronted about their addiction, are in denial and they rationalize their drinking patterns. The withdrawal symptoms that are important is that clients will have anxiety, okay? They will have tremors. There will be nausea and vomiting as well as sleeplessness. Delirium tremors are an extreme, an extreme withdrawal symptoms. So with delirium and tremors, you will have the tremors, the physical shaking, but also there will be vital signs increased. Hallucinations, and this can be auditory or visual. Um, the client becomes paranoid. Delirium tremors usually are seen between 12 to 36 hours after the last drink. There are also two other symptoms of alcohol addiction that you need to know for the exam. The first one is called Wernicke's syndrome, which is basically encephalopathy. And that is a fancy medical word for brain damage. And when you drink too much alcohol, you can have brain damage due to a thiamine deficiency. So alcoholics, because they normally have poor nutrition, poor eating habits, they have a thiamine deficiency. So the thiamine deficiency, it will cause brain damage. Korsakoff psychosis is amnesia that is also associated with a thiamine deficiency. So NCLEX can say thiamine deficiency or they can say B1 deficiency, but Wernicke syndrome and Korsakoff syndrome are both related to thiamine. So how do we treat alcohol addiction for NCLEX RN? Well, there are medications that you want to know. So let's study the medications while we're talking about the disease process as you should. That's how you should study pharmacology. So the medications that we can give to reduce the anxiety, reduce the anxiety are two benzodiazepines. That's the class that they fall under. But the medications are chlorodizepoxide, which is a sedative. Um, the next one is lorazepam, which is also going to act as a sedative and reduce the anxiety of the alcohol withdrawal symptoms. Now, there's another medication that acts as an alcohol deterrent medication. So disulfiram, you can give this and it will help to encourage your patient not to drink alcohol. And the way that disulfiram does that is because if the patient consumes alcohol, they will have this severe side effect and they will begin to be nauseated. They will begin to vomit. 
the blood pressure will go down. I mean, it will cause a, a reaction that will be so major that the client will not want to drink again. But one of the teaching points about this medication is that not only does it work for drinking alcohol, but also any other form of alcohol that a client may come in contact with. So when you're taking disulfiram, you cannot use hand sanitizer. You cannot use mouthwash, cologne or perfume, um, hair dyes, like anything with alcohol in it will give you that severe reaction. So it is a choice that the client will have to make if they want to have this alcohol deterrent. But NCLEX loves to ask about this medication. Now, here's an NCLEX pro tip for you guys. There are also medications that contain alcohol in them, such as warfarin, phenotin, and amitriptyline. All right. These things will help clients who are addicted to alcohol. Other therapy options are having a non-judgmental attitude and support groups by Alcohol Anonymous. There is no cure for alcoholism, only abstinence. And for your room assignment, patients that are addicted to alcohol or going through alcohol withdrawal can be placed in a shared room with another type of client. All right, we talked about alcoholism. Let's go over opioid addiction. And when I say opioid, I am talking about heroin, cocaine, morphine, or amphetamines. Let's start off by talking about the room assignment. If you have a patient that's addicted to heroin or cocaine, they can be put in the room. They can have a shared room with another client as long as they're not self-destructive or harmful to that client. When we talk about withdrawal symptoms, the withdrawal symptoms of a narcotic or opioid addict are going to be like flu-like symptoms. So they will have a runny nose, fever, body aches, they will have a disturbed sleep pattern and be agitated. The treatment is going to be really group therapy and counseling. If a medication is given, the medication is methadone. Methadone is another type of narcotic that is legal. Literally, it acts in the same way as heroin. It is just legal. So sometimes clients will exchange the illegal heroin for the legal methadone and they get it dispensed to them under restrictions. So it's used as a substitute to the illegal narcotic drug. So those are the points that you need to know regarding substance abuse. Let's keep going. Hey everybody, we are in the midst of V2. So what you just experienced was a V2 live lecture. Now, if you already have V2, keep going, keep watching those content videos because the goal is for you to get your nursing license 
by knowing exactly what's on the test plan and nothing more. All right. And one of the things I really love about the V2 is that I make the video short and to the point. Okay. And listen, if you are watching this and you have questions about it, that's a great thing because at that time you are evaluating where you are and what your knowledge is. If there's gaps, fill in the gaps. Okay. If there's gaps, fill in the gaps. And having the workbook in front of you is going to help you to be able to take notes and get the information. Okay. All right. Our, listen to this. Our RNU is not over this week. We have another study session on this week. What night is it? It's Monday, but what night is it? It's Wednesday and we have Winning Wednesday coming up. Winning Wednesday coming up at 9 p.m. And it is going to be game night on this book right here. Okay, Winning Wednesday, game night. We'll be studying... Well, actually, we'll be answering questions from page 40 to 60 for cash prizes. All right. So if you have quick facts for NCLEX, come on in. Come on to Winning Wednesday right here. Same place. Now, when we play Kahoot, we actually need two devices. You're going to watch Winning Wednesday on your laptop or your television. Just go to my YouTube channel and then you are going to play on your phone. Okay. All right. So that's winning Wednesday. And then just really quickly, I'm going to do the questions and answers 40 to 60 pages, 40 to 60 here. Okay. All right. Now on page, um, oh, sorry. On next week, our final Monday of Remar Nurse University, it is actually going to be another Kahoot game. And the Kahoot game will be coming from all of this, okay? It will be coming from all of this. And I'm gonna try to do safety questions, priority questions. And I haven't set the prize for that Kahoot game, but the final RNU Kahoot game, it's gonna be up there. I'm thinking of like a couple hundred dollars, more than $200, less than $1,000. Okay, so come next Monday for our big Kahoot game, our Remar Nurse University Kahoot game that will be over everything, everything we we um everything that we covered. Okay, all right. So right now I want to move into questions and answers because I know you guys have a lot of questions and answers about V two. Now, if you have something, if you have something specific about your account, like um. I need tracking for my quick facts book or something like that. I cannot do those questions right now. Please email me support at remarreview.com. Okay. All right. So I'm not ready right now. <laughs> I know R and you went by so fast. Literally it went by so fast. Mm, right. That's why, that's why when y'all become millionaires, I'm going to come back for y'all and say, remember when I was giving away all the Kahoot money? Now I need y'all to slap me $5. All right. I need that money back. Uh. <laughs> so this is the V2 guys. Remember for me and, and look what we did. 
Remember how you used to have to go into V2 and you would have to, um, you would see the 30 day challenge first and then you would have to click over to see the NCLEX videos. Well, now when you go into V2, now you have the content lectures first and the 30 day challenge is second. So no more confusion, okay? The content lectures are, are gonna be right there for you guys all right so that is going to be good all right that's going to be good for you guys what questions do you have i can answer questions about v2 the question bank in v2 what it comes with the computer adaptive test uh all, all those things okay um and let me get up my i have another presentation Hi, Regina, I sent this message. Give me one second. Hi, Regina, I sent this message on, let's see if I can load it. I sent this message on TikTok. I took the first cat on V2. I passed the 71 questions. Is this right? Does it mean I'm ready? Cause I thought 85 was the minimum, right? So what you're talking about is your printout that you get after your cat exam. So we had to change this just so you guys know, but I explained this on the last live that V2 calculates the case study questions individually, but when it presents to you your final score, it'll count the case study as just one question. So actually you took mm, probably over 90 questions all in totality, but the printout just says it counts the questions, the case studies is one question. So that's why you see that. If you go back and look at your score again, you will see a different number of questions. We had it show every individual question that you took, okay? But it's great if you pass that cat on your first try, you're ready to test for NCLEX. You are ready, okay? If you, if you passed it, that's amazing. Cause that the CAT exam in V2 is pretty challenging. Okay. <laughs> there is more. Don't worry. There's more. Even after Remar Nurse University, I still go live every Monday and every Wednesday. Okay. Every Monday and every Wednesday. All right. Also, if you really, really want more, like if you really, really want to pass NCLEX and get serious, then this is where you find me. The V2, all of my lectures, all of my content, everything that I would tell you if I was private tutoring you, if I was private tutoring you, I would just take you through the videos here. That's what it is. Okay. All right. Um, I passed my CAT exam today on the first attempt. I'm so happy to be a part of Remar. All right. Amazing. Uh, what time do I go live? After Remar Nurse University, I will continue to go live Mondays at noon Eastern Standard Time, noon, and then I will go live on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. So I do an afternoon and I do an evening. Okay, uh, this is a great question here. Regina, do I need to finish the V2 lectures before I can start the question bank? Great question. Let me say this to you. If you are following the study calendar, which is this study calendar, which looks like this, all right, it will tell you, it will tell you how um, and when to incorporate the question bank. So you don't start the question bank until study session number eight. That's when. So if you are up here in study session three and four and I don't have you in the question bank, there's a reason for that. 
I, you don't need to be in the question bank right now. You need to get comfortable with the V2 lectures. You need to get, you know, your workbook filled out. You should be studying the, um, from the practice exams. All right. That is very important for you. So if you're following the study sessions in the calendar, then you will have time to be in that question bank. Don't rush it. Okay. Don't rush it. Um, and then as far as the program goes, there's 20 study sessions. Okay. And after the 20th study session is when you should take that first CAT exam. That's when you should take that first CAT exam. Okay. All right. Okay. So very, very important for that. I have the V2. Do I need to purchase the cat? No, the cat comes included. If you have a V2 and your subscription is active, you have access to that in the question bank. Let me show you guys where you can get your, um, let me show you guys where you can get your computer adaptive exams from. Okay. All right. Because the computer adaptive exam is different from the regular test bank questions. It's going to be a whole different experience. All right. So here it is, when you go to your question bank and you're going to build a test, you have three modes that you can choose, okay? Three modes, tutor, tests, or computer adaptive. So when you click on the computer adaptive test, everything else is gonna be grayed out down here. That means you're not gonna be able to pick and choose the subjects you will literally be going into a computer adaptive experience, okay? And so you'll just name it, you know, you can name it Re Remar Cat, and everybody that gets V2 will, um, will get two computer adaptive tests, okay? So that is where you get that from, okay? Make sense? And so you get two, you'll get the printout when you're finished and you can always go back and look at your results or you can print them out if you screenshot them. But the whole thing is they, they will help you. They will help you. All right, good question right here. Is, if you're a writer, is the printable V2 better or the workbook? If you like to write, okay. If you like to write, um, I'm sorry, that's R and U. Question is, in the V2, let me show everybody. Actually, this is gonna be better for me. For V2 right now, we have just a few days left for the discounted sale, okay? Um, let me add this to the stream. There we go. So with the V2, you are going to get, and this is the discounted rate that we're doing just during R&U. This is the last week of it. $89 for three months access in the V2. You're gonna get all of the content lectures, the question bank, the quick facts book, and this downloadable workbook for $89, okay, for $89. Now, the question is, the downloadable workbook, is it better if you're a writer than the printed workbook? Because the printed workbook is an add-on. It's an additional cost if you want me to print this for you. I'll print it for you. I'll bind it for you. And I'll ship it to you. Or you can just do like I did and print it. But you just got to make sure you don't, 
you know, get the, <laughs> it doesn't get all frazzled and stuff. But what you'll find is that this printed workbook works beautifully for the lectures. There is just more writing in it. So the spaces, you just have to fill in the blank spaces yourself. Like it's like this, like, so you're actually watching the videos and you're filling in the blank. This is an NCLEX review program. You can use it for your HESI exit though, because HESI exit is sort of like um, NCLEX, but the V2 is designed to help you pass your NCLEX exam in two to four weeks, okay? Depending on how you wanna do it. The V2 workbook that I'll print out for you guys and send you, I love my printed workbook. It has um, more, I would say it has more already filled out for you. Now the benefit of this is that you can actually focus and listen more and just write down fewer things or things that stand out to you. But when you have a lot to write, sometimes you're not paying as good as attention because you're writing so much. So I think this allows you to process more of what you're hearing. So it's up to you. But if you love to write, then this is fine. This is fine. You're going to write more. Monica, thank you so much. Past four weeks have been very helpful and resourceful and you are greatly appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that so much. My days are long. My days are so long. And so every moment that I get to spend knowing that um, you there's somebody that's watching this and their life is going to change. Uh, that makes it all worth it for myself and for my husband who also sacrifices a lot of time for you guys. Okay. Um, I have the workbook two years ago. Can I still use it? You can. I mean, you can if you want to. If you have the old workbook, mm, I try to pull out things because some people are visual learners. If you have this one from the virtual trainer, you can use it if you want to. I just want you to get into V2 because it's a better experience than the virtual trainer all around. The V2 is just superior to the VT. Um, I couldn't do a, a question bank in the VT. I couldn't do computer adaptive testing, none of that in the VT. So just take that workbook and get over to V2. No, okay, great job. So this is it. If you already have quick facts, but you want the V2 lectures, you can get V2 and you can get it for a cheaper price. Let me show you how, okay? So let me go back here. Okay, so say for instance, you go to the website, you go to remarnurse.com, okay? You go to remarnurse.com and you click on, uh, whether you're RN or PN, okay? You click on get V2 course. Okay, so now you're gonna look at it, bam, get the course. If you're RN, get it for $89. And it's gonna take you, let me double click on this. All right, it's going to take, oh man, it's not gonna take me nowhere because I'm already signed in. So let me go, hold on, I gotta go to a different, hold on. I have to sign out and then try to repurchase it. Try to repurchase it, but I don't, Mark, I'm not really sure how to do it. Okay, hold on. Mm, three dots on the upper right. Oh, okay. I see it now. Okay. So where is it at in this yeah. one? Okay. Okay. So let me go back to this. All right. Let me do Remar. Hold on y'all. All right. Remar nurse. Yeah. Remar. Uh, 
nurse.com okay so anyways i'm searching remarnurse.com and hopefully okay it's gonna take me to the website now it is only 69 dollars, but let me uh, let me show you how to do it. So you go to registered nurse or you go to practical nurse. Let's just say you're a practical nurse because I don't know. And then you go to get V2 course and then you're going to scroll down. You're going to click buy now and it's going to take you to your cart. Oh, no, it's not going to do that because I'm already I'm already signed in. So it's, it's just bringing me back to the page because it knows I have an account. Mm. Huh? No. Let go back. Okay. Technical. This is this is live video for you guys. Do this one. Sure. Okay. Ah, oh, here we go. Okay. So, anyways, when you hit sign up, it's going to it's going to do like okay, you're ready to sign up. You need to put your account details in. And so, if you see here, eighty nine dollars. It says twenty dollars for Quick Facts. So, what you're going to do is just go to Quick Facts and hit this like garbage can button and take it out so just take it out and then bam $69 for you now this is the time this is the time very important when you are checking out that you need to do two things if you're going to delay your start date this is the time to do that okay and I'm gonna show you how or if you're going to add this workbook this is the time to do this at checkout all right all right. So let me go back. So if you want to add the workbook, you see here, maybe you may not see it so clearly, but it's the picture of the workbook. Go ahead and add it to your cart. OK. All right. If you don't want it, take it away. If you want to add first shift add first shift. OK. There you go. All right. Now, um, click down here to delay your start date. You can delay your start date up to 90 days. Did you guys see where I clicked? Let me do it again. Down here, click here to delay your start date. Okay, and you can delay it all the way up to, wow, all the way up to September now. Okay, all the way up to September. So that's amazing. That's in the fall. All right. Um, and so that's how you do that. Somebody says, if I sign up, if I remove the quick facts, will I still get the downloadable workbook? Yes. Even if you don't have quick facts for $69, you still will get the V2. Okay. All right. You still will get the V2. I have everything except the videos. The videos are the most important thing. Okay. The videos to me are the most important. Hi, I'm a little confused. I did order and pay 89. I only had the quick facts for NCLEX. Yes, if you did that, quick facts will be sent to you. Everything else is available to you right now. If you log on to your V2, everything will be there for you. The lectures and you can download your workbook and print it, okay? So if you pay $89, those are the things you have. But also send me an email because you might, um, you just might have, you just might need a little orientation or help. Okay. Yeah. Right. If you wanted this printed workbook, um, you needed to add it on to the package. Okay. Right. That's true. Or it is true. It might not have been available because we just, we just released it, but she'll send an email. Um, can I get the workbook after you sign up? Yes. You can get the workbook after you sign up. Let me show you where to find it. Let me show you where to find it. So if you go to, how do we do that? 
Okay, yeah, let me go to remarnurse.com. Okay, I'm gonna go to remarnurse.com again, and I'm going to show you guys. So if you're looking just for the workbook, you have everything else, scroll, no, am I doing it wrong? Oh, go to the course. Okay, so a registered nurse. Mm. Okay, and then, so that's the quick facts. Scroll all the way down, scroll all the way down. And the student workbooks are here. So you're able to get the printed workbook at the bottom of the page. Does everybody see that? Okay. All right. So that is where you'll be able to get the single V2 workbook, the quick facts, and the first shift book. Okay. That's where you have it. So this is how can I get that? It is here. Is it possible to get more CAT exams once done with the two? Yes, it's possible. You can purchase another CAT exam if you wanna take another one. And if you go into your question bank here, right next to computer adaptive exams, if you run out of them, you will see zero, okay? Um, but if you click here, get more CAT exams, it's a little blue line, you'll be able to get more CAT exams there. And again, the CAT exams, you really have to make sure that you're, you're ready to take them because they are five hours long, they are computer adaptive, and they're real to the NCLEX. And I know some computer adaptive exams make you can make you skip questions. If you don't wanna answer something, you don't have to answer it. If you wanna pause and do it another day, you can do that, like, you know. But for us, it was very important that it was an actual real simulation. So you cannot skip any questions on our computer adaptive exam. You have to answer them in order to move forward, okay? The first shift, first shift is my book. Um, it's, it's a post NCLEX book. It's more focused on how to dominate the actual nursing profession. So this is the book for, you know, the first two years of your career, how to handle a patient assignment, how to, you know, introduce yourself to a patient, how to prioritize, how to document, things like that. I try to sprinkle some of first shift inside of every study session that I do. So if I'm talking about how to talk to a doctor or when not to call the doctor, it's usually things that come from first shift. So this is a book that I recommend if you are ready to dominate your first two years of nursing. Okay, this is like my guidebook for nursing. Okay, all right. What is the difference? Also, you need the study calendar. What's your question? I purchased the entire selection and moved my date to June 27th. Is that okay? That's perfectly fine. You can start the V2 whenever you want to. You can start it. It's there for you. That's one of the benefits of the V2 is that it is a self-study program. Okay. Can I still extend it because I purchased it last week? Um, can, can we do that on the... I think so. I'm not sure. Send me an email. Send me an email because you, you said you activated it and you wanted to extend it. Let me know. Can I purchase the V2 now and start using it by October? No. So what you're going to have to do is. Yeah, but will the sale still be on? I want I don't want her to miss the sale. Okay. To October. Okay, um, so if you wait till the last day of the month, 
you'll be able to extend it until October. We're trying to find a workaround for you. Or at least like the last day of September. Like okay. I don't want you to miss the sale though. So just make sure that you do that. Um, I ordered the first shift book. I haven't received it. Send me an email, please. Is it possible for one to purchase only the books? E um, yes. You wouldn't have. Okay, but let me just say this. when If you purchase this book, it's going to be mostly blank on the inside. Like all the information that you need, you are supposed to get from the lectures. So I don't want you to be confused. This book is is going to be mostly blank. This book has your questions and answers for sure. Okay. Mm, okay. When does the sale end? The sale ends the last day of the month, June the is it the thirtieth? Whatever, whatever the last day of the month is. <laughs> Yes. Can I get the printout workbook with the 69 because I only have because I already have quick facts. No, you have to add it on. If you want to get this printed workbook for the $69 package, you'll get the V2, the question bank and the computer adaptive exams for 69. But then you will add this book on to that. OK, that's what I'm trying to tell them. I'm trying to tell them the lectures are superb. They're not. I, and, and this is what happens is you buy another NCLEX review and you realize like you're looking at like YouTube videos. The V2 lectures are not YouTube videos. They're not anything that I purchase on YouTube. I mean, that I put on YouTube. They are specifically designed for the course and the purpose of helping you learn that nursing content so much faster. Um, and so that's the that is the benefit. If you are in an NCLEX review and the videos and the lecture is not working for you, let me tell you, time is a commodity you don't want to waste. So if you have an NCLEX review and you're not happy with it, get out of it. Don't get bogged down trying to finish something that you know is not working for you. The time is money in nursing. Let me say that again. Time is money in nursing. And so if you're doing an NCLEX review and the videos are two and three hours long and you're not finishing it or you're not paying attention, you're wasting money. It should not take you longer than four weeks, especially if you've gone to a U.S. traditional nursing school. Four weeks, you should be done. When people say they're doing my program in two weeks, I believe them because the lectures are gearing you towards moving forward. How do you select only next generation quizzes? Uh, it's easy. So if you're in the question bank and you just want to do an NGN quiz, just name it NGN. Um, you could do a tutor or test mode and you literally can pick your subjects, whether you want easy, moderate or hard. Um, say you want easy. You just unclick all subjects. And if you only want to do next gen, then just put next gen case studies here. And you'll do next gen case studies and then um, you can also do next gen items, too. But it's like totally up to you. Like it is really up to you um, how you want to do it. OK. And I appreciate the V2. If you have specific questions about your package, when your package is coming, 
um, send me an email about that because I don't have that information. Okay. Somebody asked, what am I supposed to have mailed to me? Great question. So if you are getting the $89 package and that's it, you're just getting the straight $89 package for three months, you will get this book mailed to you. Okay. You will get this book mailed to you. That's it. If you get the $89 package plus you add on this workbook here, then you're going to get two, two books mailed to you. Okay. Yes, you can start the question bank even if you're not done with the content. When you open up V2, you will always have the option to watch lectures or go into the question bank. If you don't want to watch lectures at all, you don't have to. You can go right into the question bank and you can um, you can go right into the question bank. It's, it's totally up to you. Okay. Uh, yes, exactly. Thank you, Gloria, for that um, really good response that you're doing. Is the Renew membership still at 50? Absolutely, it is. Yep. And so right now, what I'm trying to get you guys to do is take advantage of the $89 a month for three whole months because that's what's happening right now, right? $89 for that length of time. So then after that, it moves into the $50 a month renewal. But honestly, it should not take you three months. It should not take you three months to do my program. So the goal is that you start testing and then by july august before the three months is even out you guys are already you are already having your license okay um how much do you think the information will change by next year i know it's a weird question it won't change next year the the um the test plans are set for three years so we literally just had a change in 2023 i don't expect it to change until 2026 okay 2026. So just in general, I'm actually doing a next gen test here. Where do I find the clinical judgment activities in V2? So the clinical judgment activities have been placed in this book. So if you have the printed workbooks, this is where you're going to find the clinical judgment activities. Now, if you don't have this printed workbook, you won't have the clinical judgment activities in V2. And what they look like is, yeah, what they look like is they're in the back of here if you have the workbook. Okay. Yes, no, I get it. If you're graduating next year, honestly, I would say if you can take the NCLEX review before you graduate, I don't know if you have a summer off. I have some nursing students that have the summer off. They are doing the NCLEX review during that summertime. So their senior year, they already know the major points of nursing. They know the big picture of nursing, which is so helpful for you your last year. Okay. And leave. Um, three months starting from what month? If you purchase it now and you delay your start date, it will be the three months. That's what I'm saying. Get in now. If you purchase the V2 now and you don't activate it until September, then that means your three months won't start until September. So September, October, November. Those are when your three months start. Okay. You want the V2 that comes with. If you get the V2, like again, like I said, if you guys get the V2 package, you have to add this book on. Just add it on to the package. 
All right. And if you already purchased it and you want this book, you can also just buy this book by itself. Okay. How can I delay my start date without paying for the V2? Well, you essentially do delay your start date. If you don't pay for V2, then you absolutely can't get started. So you are, you are, you are doing what you are intending to do. Um, Ashley, I'm trying to figure out this question that you have here. These are good questions. So if I get workbook, I won't print off notes under V2 slides because it's in the workbook. Yes. So if you get this workbook, then you don't print out this workbook, the downloadable workbook that comes with it. Cause I'm, I'm printing it out for you. I'm going to print it out for you. So you don't have to do that. Okay. Crystal, I have done many reviews and so far I must say outside of the V2 being affordable, I love that it just, that it goes not just into what is high yield on NCLEX, but you have those fundamental topics. Yeah, high yield is not even a term that we use in nursing. Whenever I see high yield attached to an NCLEX review, I know it's a group of doctors that are behind it and actually not nurses because you guys know we never use that. We never use it in nursing school. We never use it on our exams, but they do use the term high yield in the MCAT and UCMLE and all of their doctor exams. So um, one of the things that you guys must know is that a lot of doctors are doing NCLEX reviews, which is why those lectures are always way longer and overcomplicated because they they're repurposing their doctor reviews for NCLEX. So Anytime you see high yield, red flag, red flag. All right. Um, can you explain again when we start the Q Bank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the um, let me go to the study calendar. The study calendar is here. You can find this in your file vault. Bomb, 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 bomb. Let me go. Okay. So essentially, I don't have you into the question bank until if you're following the study calendar. Let me just say that. I don't have you in the question bank until study session number eight, okay? Now, that does not mean, that doesn't mean anything. That does, like, you still have the freedom to go to the question bank anytime you want to. So if you are really um, just wanting to see what the question bank is like, when you get into V2, like this is your first page of V2, Right under here is the question bank. It's open. Okay, it's open. So you can go to it anytime you want. Okay. Um, so can I use the VT book on the new V2 sessions? So this is my old book right here. You can, you can use this into the v2 sessions the only thing is um the the progress exams here like these progress exams are not in the v2 anymore so if if you have the answers that's fine but the quizzes in the vt book are not the same in the v2 all right there it's a little different presentation 
Okay, good question, Josephine. So I have purchased both the V2 and the Quick Facts. Good, you got the whole program. Do I still need to purchase the V2 workbook also, or can I download the V2 workbook? Yeah, that's up to you. If you have a printer, um, if you have a printer and you can download it, download it because it's already in the package. My only thing is that some of some of my students don't have printers. And what was happening is they were just watching the lecture videos and never writing anything down. And that to me is a problem because writing things down actually helps you memorize it and learn it quicker. So I'm offering this for people who don't have printers who don't have binders or whatever have you. I just wanna make sure that you are writing down the information that I'm giving you, okay? V2 keeps referring to pictures, fill-ins, where can I find it? Um, I'm not sure. V2, it, I mean, if it's referring to filling in something, it's more than likely talking about your workbook. It's talking about here, okay? Okay. Yes, this is a great question. Professor, please, I have the V2 and five star. Do I still need the RNU workbook? So RNU is a separate event. This is just a community event that we do where we come together and we look at patients specifically. Totally optional. You absolutely don't have to do RNU. You don't have to do the workbook. Um, but for me, I think it's just kind of cool that we get together and we literally apply what we're learning to a real patient scenario. So as long as you have these two, you're good for NCLEX. Everything else that I do is just icing on the cake, but V2 is the actual cake, okay? Um, somebody said, yes, that was my problem. Was your problem you weren't writing anything down? Gotta do it. Um, can someone on renewal for months now still benefit from buying a new V2? It's up to you. I think you have to ask yourself, why are you renewing for months? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Are you actually actively studying? Are you casually studying? Um, are you making the progress you want to make? Is, is that where you want to be? The last thing I want anybody to do is just buy another resource. Like, I don't want that for you. I want when you make the decision that you are intending on having an endpoint, okay, in the near future. Yeah, what's the difference between tutor and test mode in the question bank? This is a great question. So tutor mode is going to act like a tutor to you meaning that every time you answer a question, immediately you will get feedback, whether you are right or wrong, and you will also get the rationale. That's a tutor mode. So if you just wanna know the answers immediately, if you wanna focus on a specific topic and you are looking to see, you know, make, more, make it more like a study session, tutor mode. Test mode is going to behave like a test. So if you put 10 questions in a test mode, you will answer all 10 questions, get your score to see if you passed or failed, and then and only then will the answers be revealed to you, okay? So tutor mode, immediate answers. Test mode, finish the test and then get the answers, okay? 
great question. Um, is it okay to purchase V2 if your test date is in two weeks to go? Well, I think you have to ask yourself, what have you been doing, right? Have you been actively studying? Do you feel secure with what you've been, what you have been doing? Or do you feel like you really need to go over the content? I think if that's the case, then you might consider changing your test date to give yourself more time. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Like it's better for you to give yourself more time than to go into the test and fail because you know you're not really prepared. Have people done my program in two weeks? Yes, they have. Um, yes, they have. So it's really up to you. So high yield, okay. Oh, I just saw the added success journey featured on the V2. That's really neat. Yeah, success journey is cool. Success journey is gonna talk about, um, it's gonna give you motivation for people who have actually used my program in past. So V2 is definitely a, um, it's definitely a all-in-one course. Somebody asked the question, so high yield is not good. I'm just pointing out to you guys where the origin of high yield come from. It's not a nursing term. It's not something that we use in nursing. It is something that doctors use on their exams. They call the subjects on their exams high yield. And so when you see a course that says this is high yield for NCLEX, that's not, what is that? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's not in none of our research articles. It's not. It just it, it is just a indicator of where the source is coming from. That's all I'm saying. So you can take it. You can take it how you want to take it. OK, um, but honestly, I think that nursing is better taught by actual nurses. OK, and not nurses reading things that doctors give them to read. All right. Um, once you do the V2, should you then follow up with the 30 day challenge? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great, that's a great idea. You could either do the 30 day challenge after each study session, or you can do the whole entire program and do the 30 day challenge. Okay. Uh, next question. Is the old Thank you. Ooh, bless me. Is the old quick facts different from the new one? Great question. Quick facts. Quick facts. Five star, which is the older quick facts. And then this is the um, next gen. The only difference is um, there's a little bit more information in this next gen one. There's the cultural confidence and there's more medications that have been added. OK, so that's what it is. What's your question? What response to your question? Um, thank you so much. Clinical math. Yes, there's clinical math in V2. Clinical math is a subject. I wasn't going to add clinical math. I'm looking for it. I wasn't going to add. Here's clinical math right here. I wasn't going to put it in V2, but it slid in there and it's still there. So clinical math is still there. I think I saw somebody asked how many videos are in V2. 
not a lot but i don't know the total i don't know the total amount but you guys can see like this is really the totality of the course if you master these subjects management of care legal issues delegation assignment um prioritization psych these are things that if honestly if you know these things you will um you will be able to master the content so it says how come you can't watch the success stories on v2 let's see is it locked if, if it's locked we'll have to have them unlocked that's all are you in the trial mode though let me know great clinical priorities thank you if i delay the v2 good questions tonight if i delay the v2 for three months can i activate it before the end of the third month so like you delay it but then you change your mind like i'm ready to go i'm all in yes you can still um yes you can change your start date you can change your start date okay Success stories are coming this week, guys. Great question here. I graduated over 10 years ago, but I have not taken boards. If I do NCLEX V2 and meet all of your requirements, will you be able to send a transcript to Florida Board of Nursing in order for me to take my boards? What are they asking you to do? Are they asking you to just take a review course or are they asking you to take a remedial course? Let me know. Because Florida can kind of be kind of, mm, they can be kind of particular. Okay, hold on one second. Please, how much in total do I need to pay for books in the entire NCLEX program? Do you want to add on this book right here? Let me know, um, Nurse Kanu, if you want this book and then I'll tell you the total. Okay, this is the printed workbook that's extra. Let me know. Um, thank you, okay. How? Can I get started, please? Okay, so anyways, let me let me just do it again. Um, see if I can open it up, Chrome. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna go to the website again and see if I can just, you start by going to remarnurse.com. I'm just trying to see if it'll take me to the website if I'll have to. All right. So if you go to remarnurse.com, which is my website, it's literally remarnurse.com. You are going to pick whether you're an RN or a PN. Okay. RN or PN. So let's just say you're an RN because I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this will let me go to the page. Perfect. Let's see. And then this is the entire course. Get V2 course. Okay. This is how you get all of your content. And you're going to hit, it's gonna take you down here, RN course for $89, you're going to buy now. Let me see if it'll take it to the checkout page. No, it's not gonna do it. All right, um, so let me, I gotta go incognito. Give me one second, I gotta go incognito. Mm. Let me try it again. Remarnurse.com. It's just giving me this issue because I'm already logged in and it's like V2 is recognizing that I've already been there. So let me try it here. So let's go to registered nurse again. V2 course, buy now. Okay, 
So you're going to put in your name and also you have to put in, you know, your first name, your last name. You're going to put in your shipping, which I don't know where you're from. I'm not sure where you're from. So you will put that in. And then if you're international, let me just say this. If you're international, if you live outside of the U.S., if you live in the Philippines or Nigeria or Ghana, um, Sierra Leone, anywhere else like that, international shipping will come up. Okay. And then what you're going to do is you're going to see $89. Now you said you wanted to add the printed workbook. So this blue print, it says physical workbook. That's what you're buying. All right. It's going to add $35 for that book. Okay. And that's for printing and binding that book. So your total will be 124. Now this is without shipping. So I don't know where, um, I don't know where you're going, but this is how much the program costs. Okay. Okay. All right. So I hope that helped you. And for those of you who already have quick facts and you don't want quick facts, just take it out the cart. It's so much easier than trying to send it back to us. Please just take it out the cart. Okay. So that's how you do it. Lewis, did you see that? I hope you I hope you see that. Good. Registered nurse. Okay. Perfect. Then get, get in the V2. Okay. So you can get your license. All right. Uh, Gabrielle, thank you so much. You just purchased V2 program. Get your study calendar. Let me know if you have any questions. You can start studying tonight. If you have a printer, print out that workbook, print out that calendar, or at least gather your supplies so you have a plan when you sit down. Okay. Try to finish it in four weeks, uh, maybe even sooner. However, um, however you can do it, get, get to it. Whole goal is for you to get those lectures, watch those lectures, fill out the workbook, whether it's this one or the printed one, so that you guys can be ready for your NCLEX exam. I want to see this whole generation right here. There, there was 2000 tonight. There's like a thousand right now. I want to see you guys licensed by the fall. That's the goal. Licensed by the fall. Yes, you have to watch it in order. Yeah, you do. You have to watch the V2 in order. I need the V2. How do I get to the study calendar? Very good. Let's do it. So when you purchase V2, you're going to come up to, this will be your first page, and you're going to say, I have so much to do, but what is the goal. Okay. So you're going to go to your file vault, which is here. One, two, three. File vault is very important because file vault, when you click on it, oh, sorry. When you click on it, it's going to say courses and resources or books and certificates. When you finish all of V2, you will be able to print your work, your um, certificate here. Okay. Print your certificate here. Now, your course resources, this is where your study calendar is. And one thing about V2, guys, is that you do, you have to go in order. This is not, this is not a program that you're able to just skip around, do a little here, do a little there. That's not the type of program that I have because I have to be able to certify that you do finish the entire course in order for that certificate to be generated. Plus, my goal is to help you pass. And so if you're just skipping around, there's really no accountability in that process. There, there is no self-assessment in that process. Nursing students do better because they are able to um, have that type of accountability. So anyways, if you go from the file vault and you go to course resources, 
because the study calendar is not something that's sent to you. The study calendar is printed out to you. Okay. Uh, it's printed, it's printed for you. So just click on course resources here. Okay. Just click on course resources and it's going to take you to the file vault. I'm sorry. And you'll see registered nurse or you'll see practical nurse. You click on it. I'm talking about how to get the study calendar right now. The study calendar is the first thing in the folder. Okay. So when you click on that study calendar, it's going to download to your computer and it's yours. You will have it. This is the study calendar. All right. This is the study calendar. And so if you're following the study calendar, every study session, you're, you're taking it serious. So somebody says, so how do I use the program? All right. So it's simple. Every day, every study session, the calendar comes with the entire program. Yes. You're going to watch the pregnancy video. So what does that mean? That means that you're going to watch four videos. You're going to watch pregnancy, normal and high risk newborn. You're going to watch the pediatric developmental milestone and the infant heart defects. When you're watching these videos and I'm going to go to the pregnancy video really quickly. When you're watching these videos, you're filling out your workbook while you're watching it, just like we do here. Okay. So this workbook starts with pregnancy. Okay. Whether you have this one or whether you have this one, they both are going to start with the same thing. They're both starting with pregnancy. So you just open out, open it up, turn to pregnancy, and then you're going to go to your lectures and you're going to go to your, um, go to your lectures here. You're going to click the pregnancy video. Okay. Pregnancy video. And then when you're watching that video, you're going to have a pen in front of you and you're going to be taking notes, taking notes. And so these are some of the notes that I wrote down while I'm watching the video. I don't want to play it. Let me see. This is the video. Let me see if I can turn the volume down. Okay. And so you're just watching the video. Okay. It's just like you're in class. These are the topics that we're going over. And remember the whole goal, okay? The whole goal is for you to get this information, get it into your mind so you can keep it pushing, keep it moving, okay? So this is not a slideshow presentation. It's not PowerPoint. It is straight to the point information that you need to pass NCLEX, okay? Can you go back and look at the video once you are done or have to move for you have to move forward? You can watch the video as many times as you want to. You can watch the video as many times as you want to. OK, why do you need the certificate? You you don't. I mean, most some people don't need the certificate. Some of my students need it because they are repeat test takers. And so they failed NCLEX in the past and they need to do a course that is a certain amount of hours that goes over certain inf information and topics. And so because my course does that, I generate a certificate for them to turn into their board of nursing. OK. All right. Um, course through Minnesota Board of Nursing. Yeah. How do I have how how do I have the printed workbook after receiving the quick facts? Go into your file vault and the printed workbook is there. I just demonstrated that. And started and just received it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. 
Yes, when you renew, you will have access to your if you if your subscription lapsed or you canceled it and you renew it, your computer adaptive test will be there. Okay. Regina, do you have any idea on how long it takes to register by choosing your date for for retesting? They told me to wait 28 days to select my test date. I have my approval letter from the board. Um, you have your ATT, if you have your authorization to test, it will actually give you the, um, it will actually give you the times that you're available to test from. I'm not sure if I, if I understand it. Is there a certificate of completion from Remar that is used to permit one to take the NCLEX exam? Uh, no, you have to go through Pearson View for your authorization to test. The certificate from Remar goes to the state board of nursing um and that is if you have failed and they're requiring you to take a reme uh, a remediation or NCLEX review but it depends on the state board of nursing so let me you know let me know or ask the state board of nursing if they have a specific NCLEX review they want you to take how many times can you take the cat exam twice you'll get two separate cat exams can you rewind the videos? Yes. How do you renew your VT? If you go into your, um, if you go down in here into your settings and click on, um, click on my account, you should be able to renew the VT there. Okay. Okay. I've worked with Minnesota Board of Nursing several times. Um, several times, but it's maybe somebody can speak to specifically to your question in the comments. What else? Um, no, I can't. Can the printed workbook be mailed to me after receiving the quick facts? Yes. If you want to just purchase the printed workbook by itself, you already have the program, but you want this printed workbook. Yeah, you can do this. Mm hmm. Glad to be aboard this great team. We are a great team of nurses here. That's so true. Um, when you renew, yes, if you can't, if you cancel your subscription, if you renew that same account, you will pick up where you left off. And, and like I said, the goal is for you to be able to continue on. Uh, what's the difference between you and Mark Klemek? Okay, so Mark Klemek, very great NCLEX review, very great NCLEX review. I think the major difference is the V2 is an all-in-one NCLEX review, meaning that for the price that you pay for V2, you're getting lectures, you're getting question banks, you're getting computer adaptive testing, you're getting a study calendar, um, you're getting a downloadable workbook, you're getting quick facts, you are getting our wonderful community, our live sessions. Um, and all that is in one place. Mark Klemek, I think, just has lectures. I don't believe he has uh, the next-gen question types. So it's just essentially, do you want to combo Mark Klemek with something else? It, it, or you want everything in one place? Okay. So the choice is up to you. And I'm not sure of, I'm not sure of the pricing. But you can let me know. The V2 is $89 for three months right now. 
Okay. Um, is it possible to get the study guide downloaded? The study guide downloaded? You mean quick facts? This book, not for download. This book is not for, this is a physical book. And honestly, it helps you to study it a lot faster. If you're talking about that book, this book, the workbook is downloadable. The study calendar is downloadable. Also, um, you're getting God fearing people that care. Ah, the Lord. That's true. That's true. I don't, I'm not ashamed to profess Christ either as my Lord and savior. I think that makes Remar different from a lot of other reviews. And so, you know, that's not for everybody, but for believers, our, our faith and our prayers definitely make the experience of taking NCLEX less, um, less anxiety field. <laughs> All right. Um, I like this question. So, I finished all the study sessions. My exam is July 17th. Should I just focus on NG and question bank only? I graduated over 10 years ago. No, I would say, um, I don't know. You finished all of the study sessions. I don't know how many times you've done them. I would definitely listen to the lectures again and again until your test date. I think it helps every time you hear the lecture, you may pick up something even different. Maybe it's the way I say it or something you weren't paying attention to before, but continue to study your content. Um, exclusively, I would say exclusively do questions, maybe the last two weeks or a week. But other than that, content always should be in your wheelhouse. You graduated over 10 years ago. That's fine. It doesn't matter to me as long as you finish those study sessions. If you have V2, you're doing good. Um, it's the verification email. Okay. Let me know if they sent a verification email. If, yeah, I'll let you answer that. Do you do remediation? Um, only in the V2, like my remediation course, if somebody said they needed remediation, I would send them to the V2, especially if they're coming from a different NCLEX review. I'm still waiting for quick facts. How can I get the study calendar? Super easy. Once you get V2, once you get V2, you automatically get access to the lectures, the question bank, the computer adaptive exam, and the study calendar. All of those things open up at the same time. The only thing that is locked by progress is the lectures. And that's essentially because you can't proceed with the lectures before um, understanding and comprehending the, la comprehending the last thing I said. If you don't understand what I said in orthopedics, then there's no sense of me trying to explain the complexities of congestive heart failure or pain or substance abuse, because I really need you to hammer in on the last thing I said. Yeah. Okay, Dana. So if Minnesota Board of Nursing say you have to take an NCLEX review course, just ask them if Remar is accepted. I've worked with Minnesota before. So just do your due diligence and make sure you can still use that. And then V2. Yeah, V2 is the remediation. Florida Board of Nursing requires me to do a remediation. Florida Board of Nursing is different though because they have specific, um, they have specific courses that they're attached to and they want you to do clinical placements. 
So the remediation for Florida is, is a little different. It's a little different because they actually want you to do clinicals. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. So V2 won't give you clinicals. It's, it's, it's just something that they do. Yes, I wish I could go back and see what I got wrong on the CAT exam. So yeah, no, computer adaptive exams typically uh, do not behave that way. If you're taking a computer adaptive exam, it will give you, well, ours gives you a metric like NCLEX, which is this is the category you were above, below, or near the passing standard. If you want an exam that shows you the answers directly after, the regular question bank will do that. But when a person has invested into building a computer adaptive test, giving the answers out to that test uh, significantly decreases the validity of it and the reliability of it. So I am always trying to aim for the highest standard of not only the experience, but also the education. So you will not be able to go to um, the, ex the my question exams, not ever. Not ever. Unless NCLEX allows you to do that, then I won't allow you to do that. I want you guys to have an authentic experience. Okay. Um, that's it. That is it, guys. That's it. We've been, we've been together for almost two and a half hours now. Is there anything else? Is there anything else that I have not explained or made myself clear on? Because y'all are working me this week. This RNU is working me, but it's so good because we have um, hundreds, literally of hundreds of nurses that are waiting to take NCLEX. And this is great news, guys, because the nursing profession needs you. These hospitals, these, um, you know, all, all of these wonderful care centers, these travel nurse agencies, all these ways, guys, I'm telling y'all, when y'all get y'all nursing license, your life is going to change. It is going to change in the best way. Whatever you have planned, just dream bigger. Just dream bigger, okay? But right now, it's sacrifices. Sacrifices and routine. Sacrifices and routine. Because when you get scared, when you get nervous, when you start panicking, you are going to go back to your routine and your sacrifices. And if you don't have those things, then you will be struggling, especially during NCLEX. So right now, I want you to get that study schedule, get that study calendar, and I want you to create the routine. And I want you to have a good experience with the lectures. If my lectures are ever boring or they ever don't make the connection for you guys, please let me know right away because I, I don't want to be that NCLEX review that you guys are struggling to get through. I want you to enjoy it. All right. Mm, okay. So that's it, guys. I'm looking forward to your testimony. Definitely see you guys on Winning Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, standard time for game night. We'll be going over pages 40 to 60, 40 to 60 for quick facts. All right. Yeah. And then next week, next Monday, that's the final week of RNU, Remarners University. We will be doing all of everything that we've covered from this book. So be prepared to answer any and everything. Okay. <laughs>
So professor in the V2, start with the few videos on the top of the content first. Yeah, the, the few videos on the top of V2, if I go to it, is a tutorial, okay? It is, oh, wait, 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 wait. I apologize. The few videos on the top is the maternity, all right? So you can definitely start with that. Um, if you go to the 30-day challenge, though, is where you'll have the tutorial. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. I need... I love Remar. Can you walk me through the study calendar if you don't mind? Okay, really quickly, study calendar. Study calendar. Here it is. Let me show you. Okay, study calendar. Study calendar, every study session. Let me read it to you. This study calendar is designed to make your life easier. Each week, do five study sessions. So there's seven days in a week. I'm asking you to do five a week. You could do Monday through Friday and take the weekends off. Saturday and Sunday, you could take those days off. Or you could do, you know, Monday, skip Tuesday, Wednesday, all those things. I'm just saying if you do five, every, you do five days a week, you will finish in four weeks. If you do six days a week, you will finish sooner. If you do seven days a week, you will finish even sooner. But the study calendar says each week do five study sessions. One study, one study session each day is best to pace yourself. One study session a day also allows you time to process the information presented. You will need to print the workbook in order for this calendar to be most effective. So when I'm talking about the workbook, I'm talking about this book right here. You will need to print this. If you don't wanna print this, order it, okay? Remember to keep your study sessions under three hours per day. Check off each task once it has been completed. If you follow the course, oh, if you follow this calendar, the course will be completed in four weeks, okay? So study session number one, study session number two, study session number three, all the way to 20, always has you watching, reading, or answering something. So pregnancy, watching pregnancy, watching normal and high-risk newborn, watching pediatric developmental milestones and infant heart defects. Okay, while you're doing that, you are taking notes. So you're gonna be downloading and printing your student workbooks, okay? Um, answering. So Gloria, no, um, this is the question. So you don't recommend to do four to five videos all at the same day? If it's in a study session grouped together, do all of them together, all right? So if they're in a group together here, do them all. You can watch them all if, you know, for study session number five, intravenous therapy, total parental nutrition, pain management, watch them all. Some days you do have more videos, substance abuse, IV fluids, clinical math, easy NCLEX labs, do them all. Yeah, I want you to do everything that's here, okay? Um, and then the answer, clinical subject exam. So once you do this, then you're done for the day, okay? You're done for the day. Then the next day, get up, Whatever time, do age-specific nursing care, expected changes in aging diets. Read your notes from study session number one. Whatever you wrote down, look over those notes. 
okay? And then you're gonna take two exams. You're gonna take a clinical progress exam. Clinical progress exam is probably gonna go over the things that you learned. And then you're gonna have a subject exam, a clinical subject exam that's gonna be questions on physiological integrity. Okay, does that make sense? All right. Thank you so much, Simone. I've been an RN for five years now. Wow. I highly recommend Remar. Congratulations. Gloria says, okay, I've been doing it correctly. Thank you for the clarification. Absolutely. This is why I come on here live so that we can dialogue and you can ask me questions. I'm a real person. I'm the one teaching. There's nobody else. Okay, so I want to make sure that you guys are understanding the program. You're making progress in the program. I don't ever want you to get stuck in one place. If you're stuck in one place, let me know so I can push you out of it or Team Remar can help support you or the Remar nurses can help support you. Like, let's do that. Fax number. Can you email me instead of faxing me? Because I don't I don't have a fax machine, actually. So Rose, send me an email and I'll um, do what I need to do to get your document. Larry, hi Larry. After you finish the V2 sessions each day, when do you do the quick facts each day? Got it. So if you're following the study sessions, that's great. You will not see the quick facts incorporated until study session number seven. So then you start incorporating quick facts. Okay, and you will see quick facts will be incorporated pretty he heavily. So it says, read study session number notes. Then it, um, it says quick facts pharmacology. So that means you're going to the back of quick facts. And on this day, you're studying anticonvulsants, antidotes, antineoplastics, and antiparkinsons. Okay. So that means that when you open up your quick facts book, if you're on study session number eight, you're gonna go back to right away to the pharmacology section. I have you studying the pharmacology section right away because I think this is the most, um, probably the most challenging part of the book to memorize the pharmacology stuff. So you begin kind of with the back first, with this subject first. Okay, does that make sense? Uh, yeah, well, no. So once you pass the clinical exams, um, you pass them. You won't be taking those over and over again. Okay. Yes, please send an email. Please send an email if you have any specific questions about your account. I purchased the packet last Friday, Friday. What's today? Today is Monday. So we don't ship on the weekends. So your book, um, send me an email because it may have went out today on Monday. But you'll get tracking when your book does go out. But just send me an email, okay? Can you guide us to the Quick Facts study calendar? Um, yeah, so if you just have this book, Quick Facts has a study calendar here in the front of it. And this is just specifically for this book. So it's a three-week calendar. It is um, a three-week calendar having you study it from Monday to Friday. So it actually has the days of the week here, whether it's Monday through Friday, okay? And you just follow whatever's in the square. Okay, whatever is in the square, you just do what's in the square and that will be your study session for the day. 
Okay. That's it. All right, guys, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here this time. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. If you want to get in V2, you're ready to take uh, the process to the next level. You want the accountability. You want the question bank. You want the computer adaptive test. You want the study calendar. Um, but ultimately, you want to get your nursing license. Go to remarnurse.com. Okay. And take advantage of the sale. We are counting down the days. But right now, it is still three months for only $89. Oh, my goodness. All right. And that is V2. B2. I will see you on Wednesday. We got winning Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Woo! That's the way we're going to do it. We're going to end R&U strong. Let's go. I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody.